I'm going to burp the ABCs on the way out. Okay? Yeah, yeah, let's get this burp outro. Everybody. Beautiful. <laughs> Gorgeous. That's I'm just gonna post that. That's all this week's podcast yep. is gonna be. <laughs> <laughs>
Wayne Gretzky is in is in fact alive. Uh, he was not he's not traded. Um, he does have a daughter. Uh, you can follow her <laughs> on Instagram at Paulina underscore Gretzky. No idea if that's her handle. Um, but no, I don't know. Uh, Wayne Gretzky, he's still a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I got a I got another really good hockey question for you, Sam. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Sonny Milano's uh, puck skill video? Uh, I have, and it's the only reason why I think he'll be successful in the NHL. <laughs> Very good. I, I, I have no statistical analysis to back this up. It is just purely from the heart. I've uh, literally I- been saying that since, like, 2013. <laughs> I have a, I have another very good uh, hockey question. Is Jared Bull still in the league? And is Rafi Torres still on cocaine somewhere? Uh, Jared Bull still is in the league. He plays for the Anaheim Ducks. I think he may be in their AHL affiliate. What, who, but by the way, I want you guys to try to guess what the AHL affiliate name is for the Anaheim Ducks. Mickey Mouse Club. Nope. Um, Hunter. Justin Timberlake played for him, though. No. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Get, guess anything, man, at this point. No, I'm trying to, the, the DuckTales. I was trying to think of some Duck and Disney related, you fuck. It's, uh, he plays for the San Diego Gulls. Gulls? <laughs> yeah, not even Seagulls, just Gulls. G-U-L-L-S. Name. That's, That's their AHL name. affiliate. So he's with the Ducks organization still, he's still doing that. And then Rafi Torres... Uh, pretty much got kicked out of the league after he like needs someone and they suspended him for a full season and he was like, "All right, I guess everyone's tired of my shit." Yeah, I, l- gonna... <coughs> I loved watching Rafi Torres when he was with the Jackets because he just didn't give a fuck. He just ran around and just hit people and it was awesome because he's not—he's really not that big of a dude, right? He's just kind of a little, little shit. He's just kind of just a shit heel. Yeah, that's, that's kind of his gig. But uh, here's a real hockey question. So the Blue Jackets made some moves. They got uh, Vanek from the uh, Canadian Killer Whales. They got uh, Ian Cole from the Boston Baby Bears. And they got Mark Letestu back. So overall, did the Jackets, they, they came out with a pretty good trade a deadline, right? Yeah, uh, I would say that the Thomas Vanek trade uh, was beneficial because the Blue Jackets just have not been able to score any goals this year. It's been a real problem for them, and uh, the big thing with Vanek is that's literally all he does. I wrote an article this week, and my short title for it was Thomas the Point Engine. Like, all he does is put nice. up points, All he, and all he does I is – but the thing that. is – is that he doesn't he doesn't play any defense and John oh, Tortorella yeah. is all about defense and so people uh, and like so in his first interview back they're like are you gonna butt heads with John Tortorella and I mean he's playing tonight yesterday whenever this ends up coming out uh, the game against the Los Angeles Kings it's his first game with the Blue Jackets but in his first interview they said are you gonna get along with John Tortorella and he goes um I, I don't know <laughs> it's like he doesn't say that exactly verbatim but he was basically like um we both know what one another do. And kind of just like that that'll be that. And so I think they're gonna utilize him as like an offensive weapon, just kinda of put him in places that are gonna make him succeed, put up some points. And uh Cole, uh he was came from the Pittsburgh Penguins, was traded to the Ottawa Senators. He was from the, the Ottawa why did I think he was from Boston? He he won uh he's part of the uh, two Stanley Cup teams for the past oh, two seasons. Okay. And uh he got traded to Ottawa in the Derek Broussard trade that sent um him to the Penguins. And then Ottawa traded him uh traded uh, Cole again 
to the Blue Jackets uh, for Nick Motri and a pick. Nick Motri isn't very good, so it doesn't really matter. He's a fourth line in the AHL, but in the organization forever. The pick is pretty much whatever after the second round in the NHL draft. It's pretty much like picking, you know, a name out of a hat. It's not there's not really anything there that you can really predict. Um, so it's a good trade. He's a, a solid player, and they want they need him to be kind of a net clearing presence because. Uh, a lot of the defenders that they have are kind of guys who just would much rather just skate around, poke check. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I think mm, the way the league's moving, it's actually what you want. But I think that's what makes Cole so good is that he's able to do all of it pretty well, and he's uh, a, the quintessential well-rounded player. Um, Mark Letestu, the Blue Jackets' fourth line, bottom six in general, has been pretty bad this year. The real issue with that is that the um, – they thought Lucas Sedlak was going to be able to replicate his year last year, but he played with Scott Hartnell and Sam Gagne. Both those guys are gone. Lucas Sedlak had to play with a cavalcade of younger guys. He wasn't able to carry the line at all. They bring in uh, Marco Testu, veteran. Um, he is actually building a house here in Columbus, Ohio, after his playing days, and he uh, was in Edmonton before this. And uh, Letestu, the cool thing about him is that you can pretty much place him anywhere and he'll do it, and he does it really, really well. And uh, with him in the lineup, it just adds another thing offensively that where it's just going to be fantastic. And, I mean, heck, they have Josh Anderson out with an injury, and uh, tonight Letestu on the fourth line will be skating with Boone Jenner and Matt Calvert. So that tells you just how talented the team is with uh, Letestu and Vanek in the lineup. They're just going to have so many options. Yeah, what? How how is the Metro so good? Because literally the top like four teams in the Metro have plus seventy points. How is that even possible? Because I don't I don't understand. Are there that many teams in the league that are that shitty that just get killed every time they they play? That all these teams have all these points. The real issue right now is that the bottom five, uh, actually no, four teams, because the Florida Panthers are like pr- pretty close behind the Blue Jackets there with games in hand. They're just like almost historically bad. The Red Wings are bad. The Sabres are bad. Um, the Senators are bad. The Canadians are all uh, the bad this year. And they're very, very bad. And then the teams that are bad in the Pacific, uh, uh, oh, it's pretty much all the Pacific where the bad teams are, not in the Central. They're like so bad to the point of where like some just crossed the 30-point threshold like less than a month ago. So like wow. it's just people it's just it's just people beating up on them and it's, it's there's been long uh long-term sellers and then there's like some really really talented teams. I mean, in the Metro Division, you have like the centers for uh disease the penguins are say what? <laughs> <laughs> the, the centers for disease control the centers for disease control in atlanta georgia that, by the, the way that would be, like, that would, back that'd be a great nickname for like a, a center who's just like dirty with the handles just the cdc <laughs> cdc he's the center for disease or control. the one who just gets like all the 20 something year old girls stds in the town <laughs> that too that too uh <laughs> anyway what I was saying before that was that uh, the centers for the Penguins, Malkin, Crosby, uh, Derek Broussard, and Riley Shahan. I mean, that's just an absolutely unreal uh, center group right there. And there's like they can pretty much take anyone on in the league. And meanwhile, for uh, the Capitals, they have similar depth, uh, except they're more like one through three rather than one through four. And uh, is it the Caps here? It may be the Caps here. <laughs> no, it's it always feels like it's their year. And years past, it always was like okay. This is totally their year. I don't think this is their year. I think there's a really strong chance the Penguins can end up doing it again. Um, you think the Jackets can make it out of the first round this year? 
Depends on their matchup. Uh, as it stands right now with where they're slotted, there's a strong chance they're going to either have to play the Penguins or uh, the Lightning in the first round. And the Lightning are just dirty. They have, like, a million Russians who, like, don't hit, and they just skate like crazy and throw, like, and then just, like, score goals all over the place. Like, they get in, like, 8-2 games constantly. Does Stamco still play for them? He does. He does still play for them. They have, like, they have, I think, this is true from, like, two weeks ago, but they have, like, two or three of the top five scorers in the league on their team. So, like, all, all they do is just put up points. So they're, like, insanely good. They're, like, Blue Jacket, the Wizards of, I mean, the Warriors of hockey. Yeah, they just they just score like crazy. And I, But I think if they the Blue Jackets can get out of, uh, do a better wild card position or possibly even uh, get back into the uh, division itself, like divisional place, because for whatever reason, it's one, two, three division, and then there's two wild cards that are for grabs from either division. So as of right now, the way it stands is it's going to be uh, the Devils and the Blue Jackets and the two wild card slots. But the Flyers are right there, and so are uh, the Capitals. So there's a strong chance that both those could drop down, and those two teams could end up jumping up. I mean, it's like a five, seven point difference. In over 20 games, it's pretty hard to overcome, but there's losing streaks and things like that. And so it, it'll be interesting. I think the all the there's gonna be five teams from the Metro in there. The only team from the Atlantic, the Pan- Panthers, are on their tail. They're playing pretty hot, but uh, yeah, the the Metro is just pretty damn good, and they're they're gonna be for a while too. Yeah, it, it, it really is insane that one division can be, conference, whatever the fuck it's called, can be that good and just have that many great teams. I don't know. Do you think the Blue Jackets maybe get overlooked a little bit in the national media because of the rest of the Metro? Yeah, I think they definitely do. And, I mean, uh, when you think about it, like Artemi Panarin, like he, there's not been a player this good on the Blue Jackets, and this isn't like hyperbole at all, since Rick Nash. He's like a player Fuck that Rick can like – Nash. <laughs> he's, a, he's a player that can just go out – do do anything score at any moment and he like constantly make hi- highlight reel plays he's a fantastic i think he should be getting more talk uh for how much he's carried the team this far especially when you look at the percentage of goals and points he's been on this year it's insane it's like top five top ten in the league it's uh really fantastic how he's been able to do that but the thing that everybody gives a shit about is uh what john tortorella does so it doesn't matter if like he's he says something like you know uh like kind of cute or if he says something like mean as hell is like they're gonna try to twist it and do all that i mean the other night, for instance, uh, the Blue Jackets played the Capitals, and when uh, ESPN aired it the next day, all they showed was the clip of uh, John Tortorella oh, yelling at Alexander OB. Ovechkin. Yeah, and it's like the Blue Jackets yeah. won five to one, and like every single goal was fantastic. None of them yeah, were like, had a, just... a goal in his first game back with the Jackets, and they're just like, "Hey, Ovi and Tortorella are yelling at each other. Let's talk yeah. about what we think they're yelling about." Didn't they just show that fight and then the? one goal that the Washington scored and that's it. Did. <laughs> yeah, it's like what the fuck? <laughs> so that kinda of, that kinda of stuff happens though. I mean that that's what people care about. People care about Ovechkin. He's a top three like three to five player in the league. And then John Tortorella is known for going into another team's locker room and trying to fight the coach. So I mean that, that <laughs> Hell yeah. This this like this makes sense. But the thing is too is that like John Tortorella has had like one to maybe two moments this year that's happened and last year he had maybe one or two moments but what's great is that uh, i mean not great and obviously not for him and not for like people with like the blue jackets but for people that like are like watching him is that they think that it happens like every single night which is yeah, just dude. absurd yeah it's just not it's just not his personality it's not him 
Actually, after the game, he goes out and fights uh, the other team's bruisers. It's true. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's 100% it. it's true. John it, Tortorella uh, versus the goons. I, I, I need a Jody Shelley, John Tortorella mix-up at one point during Tortorella's Jody, tenure I, in Columbus. I always die because I show Jody Shelley in between the benches, and that girls like zoom in on him, and then like you'll see like the coach come down and talk to him during it and you're like wait what the hell is going on and i'm like what if like jody shelley just put on some like like some skates and everything and just went out <laughs> what, what's what's really interesting and i don't know if a lot of people know this i mean it's not really like a secret or anything like that but uh a lot of times Breaking news. Like, no yeah something like that <laughs> uh thursday or like thursdays fridays a lot of times what ends up happening is like people from like the blue jackets organization will like play like a game they'll have like their like stuff so it'll be like yoma kekaline in some of the front office like jody shelley will play and like other guys in, like the organization will go out and play like a game just on the ice like during their lunch break does rob awesome. mixer ever play uh he did he did when um the he was with the organization yeah that's that's how I know about it. So if I get yelled at by Rob, uh, you know, or if I don't like tweet no, for a while, no don't know why. Yeah, I'm sure Rob Mixer is gonna listen to this. No fucking listens to this. If I, if I'm just, I'm gonna like actually just bring it up on Twitter. That's how I'm gonna end up getting in trouble. Is just saying, hey, everybody, listen to this. I talk about how uh, all these people do all these things. <laughs> uh, true or false? Jody Shelley looks like the world's biggest douche. Uh, I'll go with false. I will say that with that like he looks like he's partially like Leatherface from mm-hmm. uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He's had a lot of plastic surgery to get his face right. And a couple yeah. times that I've met him, he's uh, he's been a nice guy. Yeah, he's really I've, good I've run into him in, at the bars a couple times, and he just like goes about his business, doesn't really do. Yeah, a I didn't lot. say he acts like it. Right? Yeah, looks, looks like, like it. it. Yeah, he looks like a well, goon. He this is what he looks like. For show. For show. For show. For show, for show. Speaking of goons, the Shark Tank goons missed on a uh, billion dollar opportunity. Amazon just bought a doorbell company that uh, offered up its services to the Shark Tank people for like $7 million for 40% of the company. Something like that. Uh, Ring, ring. Guess who's at the door? Uh, It's a billion dollars. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was... $700,000 $700,000 for 10% stake in their company, which means they valued it at $7 million. Okay. Okay. And they didn't buy it, which, I mean, that's the thing. Like, when I think about it, I'm like, oh, cool, smart doorbell. It's a fucking Bluetooth camera on a doorbell. Literally anyone yeah. can make that. Yeah. Well, like, I, I know. Not, it, Amazon's been doing those kind of ventures. There was actually a startup in Columbus that was based on garage doors that um, uh, someone I lived in Perkins Hall with was working for this company. Um, It was like a a garage door thing where you could set a temporary code so FedEx could walk up with their app, type in the code, garage door goes up, put the package inside, garage door goes down, and then the code disappears. But it ended up not working, even though to me it sounds like a good idea. No, it's it's just crazy that like all these tech companies will just pay absurd amounts of money for stuff because they just want the rights to it so they can do it. Because you know, I think Amazon's trying to fight with Google Home and all that shit, so it just drives yeah. the price of any of those ideas up. Is it just me, or does it feel like this doorbell company could have been started by like Kevin James or something like that, where it's just like, all right, this is just a normal dude and uh, doesn't really have anything to him. 
and it's just uh, basic as all hell. That's how I feel about it. Is that it's just yeah. kind of whatever. When I saw this, but also my, good for them. I was trying to think when the last time I actually rang a doorbell was. I can't tell you the last time I rang a doorbell. For me, it's every single Friday night when I go over to uh, Miss McGillicuddy's house. I poop into a, uh, a, a paper bag. I light it on fire, and I ring the doorbell like eight times. Yeah, well, so that, every would, Friday. Be, that would be Cold bad for you because then she would she would know. She'd recognize you by the back of your head. Oh, that's one Mr. Samuel L. Blazer. I finally nabbed the poop bandit. <laughs> there he is. Good thing I have this smart doorbell bullshit because everyone needs one of these things. Thanks, I'm 80, I'm, I'm 80 years old, and for whatever reason, I have this stupid smartphone, and my kids never call me anyway, so what the fuck is the point of this? I will say, working at working at this golf club, it's opened my my eyes to, like, moderately rich people and what they think of the world and all that stuff and the, I'm sure they will love this doorbell thing. They fucking love their like security cameras that they can spy oh, yeah. on their neighbors and shit. Like that that gets them hard. That gets them off. For sure. Well, old and rich people love to feel safe and secure and that they're trying to maybe get people in trouble. I like I just like uh there's a weird thing about voyeurism where it's just like like if you're just like on the street or you're driving by and you can just like catch a peek you're just like oh ah. I'm not like a real big fan of it but I came, I came to find out like people close to me are pretty like 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 oh yeah that's like something that I think is pretty cool it's like oh all right cool uh when we were in high school we go on a, like a trip to New York in 10th grade and we were all on this bus and my friend Drew just goes oh, hey, look, that guy's doing laundry. And he points up because there's, like, one apartment building. You can, like, see this guy doing laundry, like, perfectly. Like, he's got the light on. And then you just see his shirtless girlfriend walk up. And we're just like, yeah, cool. It's like like an animal house where, like, you're like, all right, I'm young and I want to see some titties. And then out of nowhere, what eventually pops up is, like, the Playboy model, like, lands in his bed. And he goes, thank you, God. That was exactly what it was. Speaking of animal house, have you guys watched Feudal and uh, Stupid Gesture? I have. I loved it. Incredible. That's really good. And then there's actually a documentary – on Netflix too about it. Really? I forget what it's called. It's like stone, dumb, stoned, and drunk or something like that. But it's like a documentary about what that movie's about. It's really good though. Um, I, I they kind of made Bill Murray seem like a jackass in that movie. Did anybody else pick up on that vibe? Well, I, I kind of did, and I think made, I think all those guys kind of were. That's just kind of yeah. Like Chevy like Chase, they made, Bill Murray. They made Chevy Chase really dark in that. Like they made him seem like. All Chevy Chase cared about was drugs in the 70s and 80s, Cocaine. which is probably what it was. Yeah, yeah I like I that they like, had Joel McHale play uh, Chevy Chase because he spent so much yeah. time with him on during Community. Yeah, all the actors that they picked, like the current comedians to play the past comedians, I think they did a fucking great job. They did. Yeah, they weren't exactly one-for-ones, but I thought they were pretty darn good. Yeah, because yeah, it's like, oh, I could totally see that person as that, or like they knew him, or their comedy style was similar. Mm-hmm. It's good. I like. I liked it a whole lot. I really, really did. Yeah, Will Forte killed it. Well, he I didn't realize th- in it. that that guy was dead. So, and like how yeah. they had like a futuristic narrator the whole time when he killed himself. I was like, I, I thought he just faked it. Then I literally Martin, had to like Martin look up Moore on Wicked Boy. The guy, the guy that played Future, Wikipedia that he was dead. The guy that played Future him. I swear to God, he was in a Disney Channel show. 
like as Martin a principal, Mole? probably like as a principal or something. Yeah, shit. he was definitely in a decom or something. Hell yeah, that guy's decom, been like baby. That guy's been like every fucking thing ever. He's like, oh, we need a generic old guy. We'll get this dude. And I feel like he's looked the same since like 1995. Yep, probably has. That's, crazy. That's pretty cool. I, I, he's also that guy was also from Shaker Heights, Ohio, which is like pretty much where you're from, right, uh, Hunter? You're yeah, yeah. Right. He's, he's from I Cleveland. live in Cleveland. I live in Cleveland. <laughs> I'm actually uh, the standing mayor of Cleveland. I've been mayor since I was born in the year of our Lord, 1990, and will be until I die. <laughs> it, well, was no Den- it was Dennis Kucinich from 800, 1899 to 1999, and then you took over for him. Isn't that how it worked? Yes. <laughs> as exactly soon as I was born. Interesting. Interesting stuff. I uh, learn something new about Cleveland every day, and from a resident, yep. no less. <laughs> uh, I'm actually, little known fact, officially in the Cleveland record book, the uh, most famous Cleveland resident, because I will be mayor for so long. Ah. Interesting. Just Interesting. just barely beating out Drew Carey. Yes. Just this uh, this record book was uh, written in 1786 as well, so <laughs> people in Cleveland can see the future. And, and a bottle of Johnny Manziel's dip spit. You're just like right there with him, like just like Hell neck yeah. and neck. Neck and neck. Which did but, you by see? the way, if people don't know, the inside joke is is that I always say that Hunter's from Cleveland when he's in fact not from Cleveland at all. <laughs> yes, and Ryan does the exact same thing now. <laughs> uh, did you did you guys see that uh, Johnny Manziel confirmed that he went out as Billy Vegas once? Like That's full amazing. wig, had a mustache, all that stuff, because people were recognizing him too much. I like it. I like it. I mean. Dude, he was just a, here's, here's a real question. 22 year old shithead like we were trying yeah. to get fucked up. Yeah. Imagine if I, I literally just had that. that money or that amount of fame at that age. It wouldn't I'd be good. dead. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was just about to say to you guys, I don't think that my outcome would have been that different from Johnny Manziel, uh, save for like the woman beating. That's not something that's in my DNA whatsoever. Right. But, you know, like the just going out and partying. Beating, right, and Sam? Being, huh? Right? Just dick beating, huh? Just huh? dick beating? Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know. so, something like that. I'm glad you're doing that right into the mic. <laughs> uh, the dick beating right into the mic. For Hunter. our radio <laughs> listeners, Hunter is uh, doing the jerk off motion against his hands. Yes fantastic that's why that's why that's why this is like such a great audio medium you know you gotta love it no but i I, that's the thing about johnny manziel is that i'm just i totally believe that he's uh that he's just like he's just kind of a college kid who just ended up getting in too deep and he had all the fame and literally like you know almost every other person would know who the hell he was if you were just walking down the street for a period of time when he was a college quarterback he was more famous than most nfl players yeah which is absurd, especially when he won the Heisman as a freshman. Then you have hey, ever heard of Barack Obama? No, I haven't. John, Johnny Manziel, more famous than him. Uh, call him by his full name, Barack Hussein Obama. Thank you. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> Yikes. And then, folks, we're gonna end up transferring over to our talk about the AR-15. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to transition to Great that. Transition. So I'm just gonna let Ryan try to do it. <laughs> Um, stole my other two. Oh yeah, I transitioned, cucked you hard, but it was too good to too good to let up. Um, so there was a ceremony where people 
all held their AR-15s, wore crowns of bullets, and uh, was it some kind of marriage ceremony? I didn't really dive too far into it. No, it was like it was like a prayer ceremony gun, for like. It was gun oh, church. they were blessing, blessing their <laughs> AR-15s. Yes. Jesus Christ! I mean, yeah. that's mm-hmm. just like God love America, because that shit could only happen in America. That is just quality. The, the best. The best part about stuff. it is that the the school nearby shut down because they were doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so absurd. And like, and was... by, I, by the way, I don't think school shootings are funny whatsoever. But like, the absurdity around a church service for guns is out of this world dumb. Can but I guess? Can I guess what state it's in? Not knowing what state it's in, you're can I guess what state it, right? it was? Yeah, you're yeah. definitely not gonna get it. You're not gonna get it right, but geographically, you will be close. I'm gonna guess uh, Arkansas. No, ooh, see, I was gonna say, I was hoping you were gonna guess West Virginia because in ooh. a small town in Pennsylvania, that is very close to uh, West Virginia. Was Pennsylvania, area. wow, that's uh, yeah. right. Was it like those, Johnstown, those Quakers, Pennsylvania, man. or something like that? Something like that. It was, I, 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 like I said, like I said on Twitter, it was something that I could totally just see in like a comedy skit, where it's like, just please don't take away our guns. Yeah. God, please don't take away our guns, even though you know God has no control over this. Well, the whole time control I was, this, our humans alive right now. The whole time I was like looking at that footage, I was expecting it to be like an Onion article, and to see the little uh, Asian guy from Community be in the crowd somewhere to confirm to me that this is fucking fake. <laughs> but nope, it was real. Somehow, it was real. And that's... Uh, I'm not going to get into a gun debate or anything like that, but I just think that everything about that is just so absurd. I can't even, like... I can't wrap my mind no. around, like, doing that. It's, it's yeah. Period. It's one of the weirdest things I've ever seen, and I've seen some weird shit. Yeah. I've been what's, on the internet what's, what's, before. I was going to say, what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, question. Weirdest, it's, nah, it's nah. Weirdest thing <laughs> I've ever seen is... Kids in a sandbox. Kids in no, a sandbox fuck me up. That's not weird. The weirdest, like the truest weirdest thing I've ever seen, it's uh, this video. I forget what it's called, but I'll send it to you guys. Someone made it on this game called Gary's Mod, which is like the open world for Half-Life, and you can make shit, but it's uh, it's the video is exactly four minutes and 20 seconds long, which is nice. awesome. And it's all about some uh, guy trying to sell his healthy tobacco cigarettes. It's just really weird. <laughs> <laughs> you would, yeah, Sam, you would greatly enjoy it. Let me text I think, my... I think- I think the weirdest moment for me, uh, it was any time that I hung out with you, Hunter, and uh, Brian Bell stood up and watched a movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, let's talk for about two that. And half, yes. Two and a half yes. hours long. Uh, oh so we God. were, <laughs> we were in my room, and I think it was like me, you, Gunther. There was like a, it was like a very eclectic group of people. And that's what that's what always ended up happening in your room is it was always just like a weird mishmash of people. Yeah, and then we were all sitting down. And there was an open seat, and we had just started the movie He Got Game, which is like a two and a half, almost three hour long. It's a long fucking movie. <laughs> Ryan Bell walks in at the very beginning of the movie, like the scene where they're doing like their little intros. Uh, he walks in, stands there, has his thumbs in his front pockets as always just stands there <laughs> proceeds to stand <laughs> next to the tv like 
He is parallel with the TV and has his head slightly turned and stands there and watches the entire movie. And at the end of it, just looks at us all, nods his head, and walks out. I love it. Well, I think also one one of the things that was said as well was you go, hey, uh, uh, BB, you want to sit down? Uh, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, this is just fun. I'm good. This is gonna take four hour of showers as well. That that is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I, I put that up there with the AR-15 ceremony. Yes. That I, I I just couldn't believe it at the all. The fact that that was like real life in person fucking blows my mind. Arlen and I used to have like theories that BB was a robot. Have you ever seen him walk downstairs? Yes. I it hope he ends up listening hysterical. to this. And he puts out a hit on me. <laughs> BB, if you want to put a hit out on me, dude, you're fine. You can do that, man. A robot hit out on you. Exactly. He can do that on me. He, he, he can send his future self out to get me. This is actually just an episode of Black Mirror. Yeah, he's a T-10,000 or T-1,000, whatever the fuck. When you call out a robot on the internet, you'll actually get killed by that robot in the future. Little known fact. That's mm-hmm. exactly what happens. Beep, boop, boop. All right, well, that kind of wraps up our discussion points. What are we going to do now? Uh, So, hey, uh, next we have, we're going to move into our segments. And as always, our tried and true first segment is Shut the Fuck Up. Shut the fuck up! 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 Do you know what shut the fuck up means? Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up is where we get to rant about whatever we don't want to hear about, shit that pisses us off. Just a general open forum to complain and bitch about whatever it is that we want to bitch about. So, uh, Hunter, what do you want to shut the fuck up this week? So, my shut the fuck up for this week are Chipotle workers who know less about Chipotle than I do. Uh. This is coming from someone who worshipped at the Church of Chipotle every Sunday in college. It was my Sunday religion. I would wake up hungover, and I would go get Chipotle. I'd get a bunch of it, and I'd eat it for both lunch and dinner like the poor boy I was and still currently am. And then would you just shit? Just oh, shit yeah. for a while? I mean, yeah. that was – you get the you get the hangover. You get the little bit of – I won't say questionable, but probably not the best quality food in your belly. And it just flushes your system, make you feel better. Mm, but Chipotle. Since, uh, <laughs> give me one second. My cat's digging in my trash can. <laughs> Ryan, what are your opinions on Chipotle? Are you still a big fan? I think for a period of time, I was like a nine or ten, like out of ten, like yeah. Chipotle fan. I'm now more like at like a six or a seven. I would agree I, like with that. So, I, I would, I'd pick just something else over at some like. A good portion of the time. The last time I had it, it made me, it just really killed my stomach. So it's just, it's one of those things where it, it's never b- bad, but it, it's not like great anymore. I'm just kind of like, eh, Chipotle. The, okay, we'll go to Chipotle. Kind of. Well, what I was saying is since Dover is uh, still in 2005, we just got a Chipotle in a Starbucks. And moving up in the world. Since it just opened, none of the workers there know anything about Chipotle. So when I go in and I spew my order, which is the scientifically proven perfect order, they have no idea what I'm talking about, and it takes forever, and we always make it wrong, and we get super confused. 
So if you were at Chipotle, you need to learn is all it, the is food. It, is, is it literally just eight pounds of guacamole in a burrito? <laughs> they wrap it up with like the green ooze coming out of the sides. Is that what it is? And they're like, are if, you sure, sir, you want your guacamole burrito just like this? It's actually, <laughs> I asked them to take a bag of chips, fill it with white rice and guacamole, and then wrap <laughs> a burrito around it. The paper bag is so good. <laughs> And if you can't figure out how to do that, fuck you. That's my protein. I get all the bag's powers now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you bite someone or eat something, you gain their powers. So That's how it works. So what's your order? What's your order? I'm sorry for interrupting. Okay, now, so my actual order is, so I go up. I go, can I get a bowl? It's going to be for here, but I'm going to want a lid for it anyway because I'm going to take leftovers home. So that starts it off. And then I go, I Why don't want... you just say to go? Because I like to eat it there, and I don't mind paying but, the taxes. But why don't you just say to go when they ask? Because I don't want the fucking bag. I want the tray. <laughs> but when you get down to the register, you can say no. It's going to be for here. Because that way you don't have to. Home. You don't have to have this conversation with the first person who is probably you know well, not not the most educated. At the Chipotle I work at, they go for here to go. I'm like, well, I'm gonna eat it for here, so I'm not gonna lie to them. I'm, all, I'm not trying to fucking confuse them already. What is, what's about? Ha- well, what it's is too about fucking to late because you confuse the shit out of them in about but two seconds. I, okay, I don't say it like that. I just go, I go for here, but with a lid. That's what I always okay. say. Okay. That's what I say. So I then ask for the eight top- pounds of guacamole. <laughs> as for taco <laughs> shells on the side. Yeah, like that's all. That's a pro move. And they get so confused. They're like, "What? Huh?" I'm like, "I want three taco shells, but." I don't want tacos or anything in them. I just want you to warm them up and put them on the side. You know how people get like burrito tortillas on the side? I just want the tacos on the side. Oh. So they get that. And then I get both kinds of rice because I want lots of rice. And I hate asking for just like a bunch of one. So I get both. <laughs> even the even the playing field. And I get black I get black beans and fajitas. Which fajitas is dope. And that's another fajitas thing that drives me nuts too. Because I call them fajitas because that's what it says on the board and that's why right. I know it is. Fajitas. You know? They're pronounced fajitas. I, I say fajitas. They're Put just it like, in my fajita. They're like, what? I'm like, the fucking onions and pepper shit. I'm like, there's fajitas. So fajitas. Then, you, gotta, you gotta say yeah, it in there. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I get, I get my fajitas. And... <laughs> I put it, I get it on there, and then I get mild salsa and corn salsa, and then cheese and sour cream and double chicken. Pretty simple. And they always seem how much, to how much does that run you? Nine eighty, and it's two meals worth. That's pretty darn good. Yeah, I fill that fucker up. So what I do is I eat the tacos with the first one, and then whatever's left with halfway, I eat that, and then I eat the second half later. I get two meals out of it. But yeah, if you fucking work at Chipotle and you don't know anything about it and you look at me like I'm crazy, when I've been going to Chipotle, I don't want to brag about it, but I went to college and there was a Chipotle there and I've been outside of Tuscarawas County. <laughs> I've experienced this before. I know more about it than you fucking kill yourself. Tuscarawas so County, you're put on blast. Yeah. They're uh, always put on blast. Notice, bro. Yeah, I just bitch about having to live here. <laughs> All right, well, my shut the fuck up this week is... Uh... Uh, people talking about the NCAA, I guess is the way that I want to say it. Um, the NCAA is a shit organization. Everybody knows it, and everybody just bitches and moans about it, but there's really not much anybody can do until a rich person gets smart and starts their own. Um, literally every year we have some crazy 
thing that happened. Most recently, it's the Sean Miller wiretap, which he's completely denying. So I don't know how that's going to work out. But um, coach is being Miller. found out. Very common name. <laughs> coach is being found out paying players hundreds, hundreds of thousands of dollars to uh, come play at their school. And recently, listening to podcasts, whenever uh, professional athletes are on any podcast, they'll ask them about it, and they'll be like, I mean, me personally, no, but you always hear people in the locker room talking about how much they got paid in college. And everybody's direct thought goes to, okay, let's pay the players in college. Let's just pay them money. And realistically, that just won't work because of the oh. logistics of it all. There's only only 20 uh, collegiate organizations make money off of athletics and because of things like title nine and fairness and all that bs anyway my here's my conspiracy theory all you have to do a uh, quick interjection to fix all this is get rid of amateur amateurism and let players make money off their name and face right yeah Boom. and that's, that's this, it don't here's... pay them just let them make money yeah and here's my conspiracy theory on it all is the ncaa is very okay with the pay-to-play players debate and they're okay with the media focusing on that because it is nearly impossible to pull off uh fairly to distract the media and distract people from uh the argument of having players be able to make money off of their own image and to be able to go straight into professional sports straight out of high school so yeah the fact that you like those leagues have those rules that you can't go in is the dumbest thing in the world yeah and people people are always like well if we let them go in it'll ruin college sports no it won't Who you know cares? how many athletes aren't good enough to make it straight into the nfl or straight into the nba because those are the only two things that really matter in in this uh argument it, it's, college it's, sports started as a bunch of old not old but a bunch of unathletic white guys playing sports Playing, not, a, playing like, a mix of like some like playing with a peach basket, playing with like a sh- like a like a sheared cow, kicking it around, then like <laughs> tripping and falling and, while wearing like work boots up to their shin. An actual pigskin. <laughs> and then Jim Thorpe came along, and they're like, "This guy is part Native American, and this guy kicks all of our asses at everything." Yeah, everyone's, he, like, everyone's like, "What the hell is this guy about?" What's going? He on? was, he was good at everything. He was good at everything. Um, but yeah, that's just it. Just people just bitching and moaning about the NCAA. Nothing's gonna happen for a long time to them uh, until until they decide that they're on the brink of just total collapse, and they just move on and allow people to make money. And honestly, it's kind of it just gets old because it happens every single year, and people act like each year when something new comes out, it's this big shocking revealing thing when it's really not. So anyway. Sam, what is your shut the fuck up? Um, I don't know. I wrote down everything uh, on my little cheat sheet thing for this. And I I don't know. I, I guess that won't be my entire thing. But I think the I, I guess the thing that will be my, uh, what I want to rant on is like the obsession about coffee, I guess, is what I want to talk about. Because all right, coffee's fine. Coffee's good. It's a good way to get your uh, caffeine. It's a good way to uh, make your shits regular. It's yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it, it's all well and good. But when like there's people in the morning, or if you I see somebody wearing a shirt that says "Don't even talk to me until I had one cup of coffee," it's like Jesus Christ Almighty! Just like shut the hell up. 
and like get the hell out of my face with this coffee obsession. And like I'm a person who just recently started drinking coffee. I was a non-coffee person probably until about six months ago, and I'm uh, now getting into coffee. And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Uh, I can do without it some days. But people are like, oh. I haven't even had a cup of coffee yet. No wonder I'm such a mess right now. Uh, I'm here to say fuck those people, uh, and they have no idea what that they're talking about. Coffee is uh, more of a mindset than it actually is an addiction. Don't you guys think? Yes. Thank those, you. Thank those... you for that bit, Jerry Seinfeld. I really appreciate it. Those coffee people are the same people that take a picture and post it on Instagram. They're like, look at my new haircut, and it's just their tits. Yeah, exactly what it is. Hey, you shouldn't talk shit about your mom like that, Ryan. <laughs> shit. <Fuck> you, mom. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. But no, uh, funny funny coffee story. Uh, there was one time in college when I decided Hunter forgot to, to drink his coffee and got really grumpy. And oh my God, it was ridiculous. No. He tweeted about it. He put it on fucking Twitter. <laughs> I, uh, I gave up nicotine and caffeine for like a month. And my body forgot how to poop, so I I pooped my pants in my apartment one day. (laughs) I was playing video games, and I was sitting next to Jeff Rogers, and my body didn't know how to poop without nicotine or caffeine, and I shit my pants. I was like, well... Here's a here's a good little debate uh, they mentioned on part of my take today talking about pooping their pants. Do you have to be wearing pants in order to be considered pooping your pants? Because the argument you have to was at least have underwear on. Well, that was the argument was they're underpants. Poop because if you don't have uh, pants on, do you just poop the bed then? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, PFT pooped in his underwear um, at his own home. So the argument he is he didn't actually shit his pants. Oh, he pooped his pants. He pooped his pants. You poop, poop your pants if you're in your pants. own home. You poop your pants anywhere. Yeah, Trust me, I, from from with some from someone who has Crohn's disease, <laughs> I am an expert on shitting my pants. I can <laughs> I I can I can't even count on my fingers and toes the amount of times I've shit my pants within the past ten plus years. It's it's <laughs> it's a it's a high amount, and uh, you know I'm not necessarily proud of it, but it's something that's gonna be on my life permanent record once I talk to God, uh, if there is one. He'll be like, <laughs> you know what? He's like, I kind of feel bad for you. I'm going to give you some points because it looks here. Oh, it did say that over your entire lifespan that you somehow shit yourself over 340 times. So points in your favor. That's what I think it is. You are one of the few people I know who have pooped an old crystal bathroom. That is true. I... When you that, gotta go, that's you a gotta go. Move, man. I'm not a public pooper. I mean, I will, but it has to be like I have to make sure no one is in the bathroom when I first sit down. I don't care if I people walk in after, but when I first sit down, that bathroom has to be empty, or else I am not pooping. I don't mind public pooping. The only I can't bar poop. I'm not gonna be that. I've I party poop. No bar poop. I, I would I'll, much I'll bar rather... poop if they have a single restroom. Well, if it's like a restaurant bar and not like a college bar i'll poop yeah. have you guys ever like, like have you guys ever pooped bar? in a field in a field yeah i pooped in the woods i want yeah i've, I've never i've never done that into a creek that was fun well i've, I've never, never I've, done that yeah i've never pooped in the outdoors i've never, I've I've never pooped outdoors and just think yeah. dogs do that every day exactly Literally everything but us do that every day. <laughs> and, so, and so for some reason we like look down on cultures in the east that like poop into like like holes. It's like, I mean, okay. <laughs> Everyone does but you. Yeah, exactly. And we waste like gallons and gallons and gallons of water 
by by pooping into it, clean water. We just want to show everyone how rich we are. <laughs> exactly. And then there's like people hey, around hey, the world who are like, I'm gets, thirsty and I'm gonna die. That poop water gets recycled and we drink it later anyway, so don't worry about that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Give me that poop water, baby. <laughs> so that brings us to the second part of this segment, our tell me more. That is very interesting. Please tell me more. Tell me more. So we talk about all the shit we want to know more about, what we want more of in our lives, what we want to consume, what we want fed. Feed our fucking fat whore mouths with this info. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ryan, let's hear what you want to hear more about. Uh, so I'm going to piggyback off the pooping um, conversation that we just had, and I want I want someone to tell me more about bidets um because i don't understand why in a society where we have literally it seems like an infinite amount of water and we wash our hands after we pee we wash our hands after we poop uh we shower we do all this stuff but to clean our our bums we take a piece of thin paper and just wipe it i don't get it bidets seem like a much more like effective way to completely clean your butt so i I just feel like it's 2018 we should be okay with bidets wait you're supposed to wipe your butt (laughs) yeah man you're not supposed to use seashells you're supposed to use paper both you guys are both you guys are front to backers right oh yeah 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 no if you go the other way you're a fucking serial killer that's, that's, that's Dingleberry and Ball, Ball, Dirty Ball Central. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's not okay. I'm grundled aback for sure. Yes, grundled aback all See, day, every day. I agree with you, Ryan. That's why I like to live in the middle ground where I do. Uh, I buy the adult diaper wipes, essentially. Yeah, dude wipes, man. Do those at home. They're awesome. They are. They make my they make my butthole feel good. Yeah, like I I, I would I I think the worst thing in the world like. If you're in nice dress clothes and you have to take a poop, you just feel dirty the rest of the time you're in your, those dress clothes. Like, at least that gives you some semblance of feeling clean. And yeah, you it, got it, poop particles floating around everywhere. But I, I just feel like bidets have this weird, like, stigma about them in, in America that they're super fancy well, boy or something. And it's just like, but they just clean your butthole with some water. They're not doing anything only, ridiculous. Yeah. I think the only thing I would have, like day wise it would have to be the perfect temperature because if it's too warm i don't want a burnt butthole and if it's too cold i don't want it to go yeah it has to be like time. room room temp every yeah. time it's gotta be it's gotta be butthole temp butthole temp just <laughs> i've i've used one bidet in my life uh on vacation I've never run into one uh, on vacation down in siesta key the place we were staying at had a bidet and it was it was life-changing it was like oh you know you still have to like wipe because that'd be gross if you were just like water spray all the poop out of my butt but you just feel so clean and so refreshed afterwards you're like oh i can go take on the world so bidets give me more bidets it's 2018 america let's wake up we need bidets I'm, i'm all about it i'm all about it if we can have like water in our toilets why can't we have water spraying us in the asshole <laughs> that's, that's my, what that's i'm my saying thought. man that, that's, that's, japan has like the crazy robot bidets and toilets and shit they're like all transformers like they serve you sushi they fucking super bidet uh, it's all all in one spot oh which dude i still can't get over like I, I think it's more i don't know if it's japanese people too but chinese people's bathroom etiquette they'll like fucking blow their noses into the sink 
they wipe their butts with their hands and stuff. I just I, I don't get it. I've don't I've I've talked it. about this before, but when I worked at Planet Fitness, I saw a guy in the gym restroom, just uh, he was in the bathroom. I just saw him straight up shit on the floor, and he wasn't like a tiny shit either. It was like a literal poop emoji. Where it was like fucking curling around and it like had like an end to it, and the guy's balls were hanging and they were hanging to the point of where they were so close to like hitting the shit. And I go, what in the fuck am I looking at? And so I go out and I get a ma- I get uh, the, the manager. There's two. There's a guy and a girl. I get the guy. I come back. The guy has the poop in his hand and he throws it in the trash can and he gets into the shower. And I was like, this is the what the fuck is going on? What kind on? of guy was it? It was an Asian man who didn't speak any English. Interesting. Uh, and I, I, it was single-handedly one of the oddest things I've ever seen, and like I still think about it probably about once a month. Uh, I mean that does make sense. Uh, Mark Dixon, our freshman year, had an Asian roommate who would his only thing he had to clean his body with. I mean the entire thing is had lotion. He would shampoo with lotion. Wash his body with lotion, like brush his teeth with lotion. He wiped his ass with. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> yes, <laughs> lotion for everything. Hey, he did not brush his teeth with lotion. Homeboy's got some ashy teeth, man. He needs to lotion up. <laughs> and then he would wipe his ass with his hand, and he would also just beat off whatever in the room. Just. <laughs> Like, we were over there one time, and there was, like, some, like, swimsuit ad or something, and his hand just immediately went in his pants, and I was like, all right, well, it's time for me to leave. But, yeah, it was an interesting, uh, interesting fella. But, yeah, I think I'd be scarred for, like, if I saw someone poop on the floor. That wasn't me. Oh, what is going on? Ay, ay, ay. Let's move on. Hunter, what's, yeah, what's yeah. yours, man? Yeah, so my tell me more. We actually talked about this a little bit last week. Our, uh, you, I like to call it a, like a little personal date, but uh, treating yourself to a movie by yourself. Treat yourself. You go, you get a stop at a gas station, you get your favorite snacker, snackaroos, you hide them in your shirt jacket pocket, and then uh, you buy one seat at this movie theater and you reserve it in the middle. So you're ruining an entire row for everyone else. <laughs> and then you go to it and you sit there and you don't talk to anyone. You watch the movie. You Maybe you fall asleep a little bit during it. Who cares? You don't have anyone to impress. And then you go home. It's, it's fucking $4. What, what's, your, what's your go-to theater snack? Uh, my go-to theater snack is I like Sprite. I like peanut M&M's. I like, oh, you, oh, you like Sour Sprite? Patch Watermelon. <laughs> huh. You like Sprite? Interesting. Yeah, I like Sprite. I tweeted about I'm, those I'm, days. I'm, I'm glad a big you're not bunch a of, I'm a big bunch of crunch fan. But I'm not a what? Popcorn boy. Popcorn's fucking basic. I can have popcorn literally any time I want. <laughs> bunch popcorn of crunch. Is, bunch of crunch is a great theater theater move. Like that's You can a, put that in, you can put that in popcorn sometimes and that shit's pretty delicious. Yeah, if you want to ruin your bunch sweet. of crunch. No, dude, it's pretty dope. It's Mm-mm. pretty damn good. I'm a big fan of the Icy's. Every every time I I don't every time I go to see like a brand new movie that I'm all pumped up about, I get myself I get myself a big old Icy. What flavor Icy? If you don't say blue depends. raspberry, you're wrong. It depends. If they have the Coke uh, flavor and the cherry flavor, I do a little cherry Coke Icy. You're only allowed to get frozen Coke at Target. Everyone knows this. Then you get blue raspberry Icy a- everywhere else. AMC has the Cokes. 
Um, but I'm a, I'm a cherry fan. I'm not a blue raspberry fan. Or, or, or a twist. I'll do a twist every once in a while. Here's a sensation after movies that I kind of just want to talk out with you guys. How weird is it that, like, after you see a movie with like, a group of people, where obviously we're talking about Hunter seeing a movie by himself in, like, the morning mm-hmm. and doing all that, but, like, after you see a movie with, like, I saw it, like, 10 o'clock at night. I smoked yeah. a cigarette in the parking lot by myself before and after. It was <laughs> yeah. amazing. It sounds like a sexual experience, but after you see a movie with a group of friends, Ryan and I experienced this the other night when we went and saw Black Panther. Uh, like we like you talk about it afterwards, and everyone like for whatever reason like there's never really like a dissenting opinion. Everybody's kind of yeah. like in agreement. There's like they're kind of like yeah that's that's good, and yeah. it's never like this movie was excellent. This movie was the best movie ever. <laughs> this movie was dog shit. But like once like people like in are in their own like comfort of their own home, there's like a little more more uh, uh, I guess honesty saying like hey I, I this is what I thought of the movie. This is what I think. And all that stuff. I think that's like, what the hell is up with that? Do you think it's just people not wanting to like to stick out from the crowd and just kind of a little bit of group think, or what the hell is happening? I think there? it's your soft ass friends because my friends disagree on movies all the time when we go and see them. I think it depends on the setting because, like, when we saw Black Panther, it was over at like ten. We're all in a crowded theater trying to get out, so everyone's just like, "All right, let's just get the fuck out." But I feel like if you go maybe to like a bar afterwards or you're all meeting up afterwards, that's when the arguments come out. That's what well, yeah, we, if, you, if you go to Slapsy Maxis, we usually all ride together to the movie so you can okay, pre-discuss yeah. it and then post-discuss it. Ooh, that's, yeah. a, that's a good move. That's a good yeah, move. Yeah, no, it, it, may, it makes you feel like you're back in high school again. Go to the right. movies with your buddies. Yeah. How's yeah. hike school, Billy? Hike school? <laughs> I'm a fan, man. Is it, my, I, is it my turn for this? It is your turn. Um, I, what I want to talk about is the movie Game Night. Uh, it stars Jason Bateman, uh, Rachel McAdams. It has Lamorne Morris, Kyle Chandler, uh, Chelsea Peretti, uh, Jeffrey Wright. It has a whole bunch of, bunch of great actors in it. Uh, was kind of overshadowed by the Black Panther release. I mean, like I said, I I really enjoyed Black Panther, but um, yeah. g- g- Game Night came out and kind of didn't have too much hype around it. But I liked it a whole lot. I thought it was really funny. Uh, really good storyline. It's uh, about these people who have a game night every single week, and then uh, one week, uh, Jason Bateman's brother, who's played by Kyle Chandler, shows up and goes, "Hey, uh, we have a murder mystery, and whoever uh, wins gets my really really nice Stingray car." And so they're like, "Oh shit, we're gonna do this," but uh, unbeknownst to everyone, uh, the brother actually does get taken for real and then uh, it just becomes like a thriller comedy drama uh, from there on out and it's just uh, I, I liked it a whole lot it's like really stylistic it's kind of like got parts of Baby Driver you, in it it's are good. you sure that's not just dinner for schmucks <laughs> no bro it's not dinner for schmucks <laughs> sounds a lot like dinner for schmucks yeah actually I, I retract everything I said don't watch this movie at all what you should do is just turn on dinner for schmucks and then uh, watch uh, Steve Carell do whatever the hell he was doing on uh, during that movie. All right, uh, so we're going to move on to our next little segment with our guest that we uh, started recently um, called Twitter Drafts. So, Sam, what is your most recent Twitter draft? And... Not even your most recent, just the yeah. one you want to share with us the most. Uh, and the only one that's not Blue Jackets related uh, it's actually about Game of Thrones. It goes, everyone enjoys Game enjoys Game of Thrones so much because it distracts people for an hour and allows everyone to completely forget that they want to kill themselves. <laughs> yeah. 
that that is uh, my only non uh, blue jacket related one. I also have another one that just says definitely has a good chance. That's all it says. <laughs> I like that one. So I vote you just tweet that one. Definitely has yeah, a good definitely chance. Definitely tweet that one because it you definitely has a good that, chance. There's also one that there's also one that says you got this. <laughs> I like that. Definitely has a chance. Definitely has a chance for sure. That's gonna be like people are it's gonna a be mystery. Like, definitely it's has a chance of what? Mystery. Oh my gosh! What definitely has a chance of doing what? What about you guys? Do you guys have any good drafts or uh, previous good drafts? No, because I am unfiltered on Twitter. I tweet. I don't draft. I just tweet it. <laughs> Though there was. I, I have any drafts. This is actually probably uh, one of my favorite Twitter stories. So when I turned 21. We got really drunk at Red Brick, and I thought the whole night I'd been tweeting a bunch of funny stuff. I mean, I got shit-faced. And the next day, I went to look at my Twitter, and the only thing I tweeted that entire night was Mifaroni on Mif. I don't even know what that means. I have no idea what that is, what it means or anything, but not Beefaroni, Mifaroni with an F, with an M, who are uh, official vote, uh... So we, who thinks that Sam should tweet the second one he read, which was what again, Sam? Refresh our memory. Chance. Definitely, Definitely has, has a chance. chance. Yeah. So uh, I raised my hand for yes. Ryan, what do you think? Uh, I second. Sam? Uh, I might as well. I'm going to tweet it right this very second. Ooh. Very good. Oh. Oh, good tweet. A quality tweet. <laughs> it says I can't post it. <laughs> why, well, why is that? I don't know what just happened. <laughs> it's uh, too, uh, well, too, I'll, I'll, too many I'll figure claims. it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's too controversial. I actually just got kicked off Twitter for my views <laughs> on chances. Chances are. Maybe that's what it was all about. Maybe that's like a cheat code to immediately get your Twitter shut down. You found it. Control Alt F8. All right, we're going to Load alpha S on a TI-83. It'll completely delete everything on the calculator. It'll never work again. Is that a real thing? <laughs> yep. That'd be such yeah, a mean I, thing I remember, I remember I like bought a calculator, and Hunter told me that on like the first or second day I had that calculator. And I was like, I mean, like before I did it, you are like, uh, yeah, man, you do not want to do that. <laughs> yeah, we used to do it to kids in high school all the time. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, before we do, Sam, is there anything you want to plug to our seven listeners? Um, what do I want to plug? Hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to plug uh, the thought of world peace, that hopefully someday <laughs> that the entire world can get along and that at some point in time we can actually have some calmness on this earth. The Palestinians and the Israelis, I hope that they can get along at some point in time. I hope that the Kurds in Iraq can get along with the various other tribes in Iraq. I hope that at some point in time that we can achieve world peace. And I hope that the leaders of the world and of the United Nations will listen to this podcast and uh, want to achieve it. Sam, that'll that will only happen if you change your Twitter handle back to gardening is nice. <laughs> I, I believe it. I'm, I'm all in on it. That is actually the secret to. to world peace. I've messed up. That's why. That's why there's no fighting for like seven days. Oh, that's what the. That's another one of my old Twitter handles. It was a uh, Darth Vapor. Nice. <laughs> nice. No one will beat uh, CrossFit Jude 420. 
Dean Moore. Yeah, that's that, that is one of Swag. the best. <laughs> Ellie Lover sixty nine. Now is Twitter <laughs> <laughs> uh, does, that, does, that imply, does that imply that he is 69's his dog? Yes, we need to have Dean. We need to have Dean on here. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we really do. All right. Well, that's it for this week. After that, a great uh, MLK-like speech from Sam Blazer. Um, yeah. Thanks for you listening. Know. And stooping down to our level under the bridge. Uh, as always, hit us up with any suggestions on the Twitter at utb underscore pod and hopefully we'll be up on itunes i submitted us for review um almost a week ago i feel like it shouldn't take that long but um probably just trying to figure out how to delete us from the internet (laughs) but yeah thanks for listening and we'll see you next week peel the avocado